Yeah, welcome to the Lemons Podcast. This is our first official episode. You can find us on timelesslemons.com or anywhere else. This podcast is also brought to you by the Deep Web Friends. This is brought to you by Mr. Daryl Florence, Nick Malecki, and Patrick Corgan, as well as myself, your host just because he owns the fucking equipment, uh, <laughs> thigh balls. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's me. Uh, we're going to start talking about really important things. Uh, today's subject is going to be memes, amongst other things, culture, amongst other things, what it means to be a part of a culture where memes are relevant and what they mean as far as like, you know, everyone and being a fucking idiot and like, you know, not having millions of dollars in your bank account. So yeah, just stay tuned and uh, we'll listen a little bit. We, we don't have to be quiet. This yeah, yeah I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. Did you like the intro or no? That was a good I like the intro. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty suave. So, let's see. Memes. A meme. <laughs> All right, so maybe we should talk about, like, what is a meme? Like, what do, what do we, as people, as, as individuals in society, what do we define as a meme? And how can it be, like... I mean, I mean the funny part is, like, I don't think there, a need, a meme, there needs to be a definition for a meme. Like, you don't need to define a meme, because everyone listening and anyone that knows, you know, anyone that you, owns a computer knows what a meme is. But I think it's important to give context. And well, what is the context? Let's let's, let's look at what the definition of a meme is. All right. So the first, I think the first time that like I heard the word meme applied to something was back. Uh, it's like that middle school uh, fail blog. Whatever. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. yeah I when blog people would just like put in uh, like block text. Just like fail over some picture, mm-hmm. or like ponage, like yeah, P-W-N. yeah, P W like, pwned my G. Those are the, the, when I heard meme back then, like when I think of the first mm-hmm. thing that I knew, like associated with the word meme was that right. stuff. Yeah, I think back when I got my first, uh, I got, I think it was in eighth grade. I got my first like quote unquote smartphone. It was mm-hmm. the, uh, it was actually the first Google phone, That's Android phone. Um, was it was the, the no, no, no. It was the T Mobile G One. It was, it was, yeah, it was a really dope phone, but like one of it, one of the first like Android apps was like an iFunny type app and there were a bunch of like impact font type meme stuff and it was just like funny pictures. Like I would want like backgrounds for like my phone and stuff. Um, and like just stuff that I thought was really rad in eighth grade, you know, Mm -hmm. like Wally and shit. Uh Uh, I, over time, kind of saw a pattern. Like, I saw the, the, you mad, you mad bro face, or like the yeah, troll. You can start to see like macro trends. Like Pepe. Pepe is an old friend, you know? He's, he's been around, he's been around the woodwork. <laughs> Lately, he's been yeah, having man. some tough times, and you know, them young alt writers, but. Uh, Helen with some unscrupulous characters. Yeah, yeah. Pepe remains forever sad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that it just started to develop as like, Phone OS developed, you know? Like, like those kind of memes. Like, obviously, there are memes. Like, th- there's this one meme I heard about called, like... Wh- I forget what it was. It was, like, a World War II thing. It was this, like, little fucker with a nose. And he'd be on, like, airplanes. And it, it was, like, something was here. What? And, yeah, what? Yeah, no. Wait, explain uh, this. Go Leroy. to... It's Leroy. Le- Leroy. Leroy. Yeah. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, wait, to draw, like, a meme called Leroy? Paper, and I was like, yeah, it's from know? the 40s. Oh, it was man. the first meme. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, uh... Didn't uh, soldiers? No, no, no. Say Leroy was here. on walls and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the dude with the no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little, little Wait, didn't Nerd Writer like write about this? Oh, Kilroy. I don't think it was Kilroy. 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 Wait, was Kilroy this actually was something active during World War II? Like, I watched yeah, yeah. It so it was amazing. Yeah. It was it was drawn on a 
plane, mm-hmm. and it was basically used as like a symbol. Of, I love like, this. Of like, oh, these type of soldiers were here, and then mm-hmm. other soldiers would start drawing it everywhere, and people like these soldiers over time kind of understood what it meant, even though there was like no context. There's no to context, it. yeah. And that's kind of like the first meme, but I think like. On a, on a, because war is a network scale too. Like like there's a network of war, right? Like the internet is an even more strong and concrete network. And when when OS like like the G one when when OS for phones like like Android and and iOS eight and above mm-hmm. started to develop, not eight but like six. Let's go with like five or six. Did say iOS five was like yeah, the same yeah, one sorry. where I remember it. But like, when we go from there, I think that memes have developed because then after that then people start saying oh memes 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 like well yeah and an there was a whole discussion thought. about you know how to pronounce the word meme or was it meme yeah. or was it meme and the first time I actually like heard about memes like this girl came up to me and she was like look at these memes I'm like what like what do you mean like memes <laughs> and like I looked at him like maybe I'll type it in and I heard people talking I was like oh meme and then I realized what it was like mm-hmm. even from there like and, and like uh what what are, what are some other ones like good guy oh, like, like, bad luck Brian's where you would take there's it like a white dude smoking a blonde yeah, one like, yeah so, so yeah uh, so you would have so you would have your scenarios described by a single picture that kind of represented an entire feeling as a whole mm-hmm. so like like bad luck Brian would be like oh like that's just when like, you try really like, hard and like you still stupidly end up bad luck you know? uh-huh. stupidly yeah. bad luck and it can like apply to any and situation. the thing is it's and also like bad luck that comes from a good hearted place now what we're seeing with memes is that the picture is like is like so circumstantial. It's like a snapshot from like a TV show or like a weird fucking like still on the internet. And the picture describes the mood so well that you resonate with it so hard and it makes it extra funny. And that's when you have like the, the normal like aerial text over it. That was like that was like the, the whole black Twitter movement and everything. Like that could just kind of develop from beyond like having one picture to define everything as a whole. Like as like a as like a oh this picture is gonna be repeated and now things are like all right how many different kind of pictures can we find mm-hmm. to like kind of represent a situation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I I think it's funny that you talk about how these things work and how these things spread. And like the definition off of Wikipedia, which yes it is factual information I think, but uh, memes. So a meme is an idea, behavior, or style that spreads from person to person within a culture. A meme acts as a unit for carrying cultural ideas, symbols, or practices that can be transmitted from one mind to another through writing, speech, gestures, rituals, or any other imitatable phenomena with mimic, with, within a mimic theme. Sorry, And then supporters of the concept regard memes as cultural analogs to genes and that they self-replicate, mutate, and respond to selective pressures. So, like, we're looking at memes, according to Wikipedia, as an idea that it's not only just a cultural phenomenon that's going to grow and spread, but this is, like, a human, like, gene. Like, it's a piece of our culture. If you look at human culture and we look at the way that we spread ideas as, like, a piece of our code. Yeah, well, I would – I characterize it as, like, an inside joke, right? You got, like – you got things with your friends where it's like you say it and you laugh every time because you remember what it is, but if somebody doesn't know what you're talking about, it's like, what the hell? Like, I don't get this. And with the internet, and you can kind of talk and connect with everyone, you're going to have inside jokes on the internet. And, like, that's what a meme is. It's just, like, everybody wants in on inside jokes. 
mm-hmm. and that's when things like Harambe at first is really funny because it's an inside joke of like, oh, we're gonna make Harambe into a martyr and like kind of related to the whole Black Lives Matter thing and like make it kind of bigger than what it is. And everyone's like, yeah. But then all of a sudden, when everyone's like, yeah, Harambe, 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 everyone's like, oh, this this meme is dead. It's stupid because the inside joke is no longer an inside joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like skateboarding. You know, it self-regulates itself in a really interesting way. Whereas as soon as something gets, you know too mainstream and I don't want to use the term mainstream but I guess something gets too I think you, know, you have to though yeah there, there's some place something gets overplayed and people get tired of it because you're like you know what's the next thing and it's the same deal with like a lot of skate brands these days I mean like per- I personally think that girls skateboards is going to go out of business not go out of business they're not going out Sad. of business anytime soon but they've just lost their appeal um, because they lost a lot of team members and like things like that happen and skateboarding self-regulates and I think that's something really interesting that's happened a lot in the internet culture is that there's this there's this sort of like self-regulation where everyone accepts that like, hey, I mean, I can be entertained for like three hours with this particular concept of a joke, but like, you know, as soon as someone above the age range of like thirty years old gets it, like it's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Because it's a purpose of youth culture. Well, you know? see, youth culture's purpose is to fly in the face of I almost adults. think it's not self-regulated enough to the point because look, like we got we got Pepe the Frog on the same list as like the swastika and the Confederate flag of like hate symbols, right? We also got Donald Trump a living. But you know what? You know what president. that is though. That's because people who don't understand meme culture are going to look well, down at it and classify it because. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like that's that in itself is not self-regulatory. If you don't have no, but the meme pe- the meme people the people who run meme pages don't care, and that's the thing. No, I know they and don't. And because care. they don't care, because they just keep doing whatever they do, and whenever something gets taken by this quote-unquote like authority that I guess we've created in this discussion that looks down upon memes or looks up to memes and makes them popular, as soon as that happens, they just move on, which is what I, to me is self-regulation. I guess. To me, they're regulating. No, you, you they're, have, regulating you the they're not letting someone point. within their make, own within their own constructs. Yeah. I guess I was t- thinking about the within their own walls. Society. You know, you don't have to. So be. yes, okay, you're right. And the internet is pretty good about like turning over like like this is boring, this is cool, this is boring, this is cool without like saying like mm-hmm. we need to like abandon this. It just sort it of just happens. Disappears. It just happens. Yeah, and, and it just moves through. It just moves yeah. through. It's like a, like memes are really funny because memes tell a story that's happening currently they can also be used to look at relics of the past but memes really help us understand what is time like looking at memes as like a timekeeper like wow like we can see the evolution of what's been happening through history art culture science through just memes in a particular area in time and you can tell the story of what humans were living through just off of the memes alone mm-hmm. That is astounding that we have a piece. We don't like it's not even through books, it's not through music, mm-hmm. it's just pictures with a little caption that can tell you everything you want to know about a particular time period starting around 2010 all the way up to where we're at in 2017. And I think well, that's like ads, you know? Yeah, and I think that has to be the, the, the whole convenience model of things. Like people want their humor, their information, all of that. They want it at like the easiest level to get it. Like, mm-hmm. what's the easiest way that I can laugh? without, like, having to go out of my way, sit through a movie, listen through the plot, sit through stand-up, listen through the funny jokes. Like, what's the fastest way that I can get my humor? Memes. The turnover is so quick. Like, you got these crying Jordans, like, seconds after, like, a bad play happens. Like, football. (laughs) I know. They're so up-to-date. People are so ready with the memes that it's just, like, it's impossible to keep up with them, and I think they discourage other forms of, you know, comedy content from even existing Mm -hmm. because it's just, like, you can't keep up with it. I think uh, I think comedy still exists. No, com- no, no, sense. it does. It definitely does, but it's at a very much at a disadvantage. 
and they have a bigger hill to climb now because you have to like retain your audience's attention a lot more because like with memes all it takes is a split second and a chuckle yeah, yeah. So it's like, like you, don't, you don't even have to build up the joke anymore the yeah. picture already built up yeah, the joke. There's no buildup. Yeah, there's no just, joke buildup anymore. It's like you see it and then it's just instant. It's instant no. In under 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> in under, you're right. In under 15 just seconds. Hit the not button. Just, yeah. Oh my god. We just, <laughs> we just use a meme to explain it. Yeah, I mean, memes explain themselves, you know? Self regulation, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I think the time at which we. We are able to understand the story, build up the story, tell the story. It's it, 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 nothing's gonna get quicker, unless if they're like there's like some sort of way that you can transmit memes in under a millisecond, or humans get better at reading shit quicker. Like there's no way you can have that form of comedy get any shorter. But listen, in the same way that I mean, we say that, right? in the same way that things are getting shorter and shorter, people still appreciate long form. Like people still listen to the radio, yeah. people yes. still go watch movies, right. and that's all long form. Yeah. type of entertainment. And I definitely which think, I think that like there's no like there's no exception to the rule. Like comedy still has long form yeah, formats. You absolutely. Know? But I'm saying like I think the current trend is to like get things at the at the fastest convenient. And at a certain point there will be a tipping point where everyone's like, all right, hold on, let's take a step back, let's kind of try and appreciate things a little more. Same thing that's like happening with the movie industry, right? Like we just want these sequels. We want a Star Wars movie every year till we fucking die. Till we're in the ground, right? And it's like, what? How can you possibly not think you're gonna get tired of this? How can you just possibly think that every year, within the like, there's three movies to describe a whole universe, and you're gonna take every year based off of those three movies? It's not gonna get tired. Are you kidding me? Like, like it's it's the same thing. We're gonna get like. And these memes, I, I don't know if we're going to access a point where, like, we can even have more convenient, more accessible memes or, like, they get more... I'm sure they'll get more nuanced. I'm sure they'll get better. But I think at a certain point we're going to be like, all right, maybe we should kind of go towards more long form, more, more, more stuff that you can, like, take time to appreciate. Like, a buildup of a joke is, is so gratifying. Yeah. yeah. It's, always, it's always the time. Well, because it's good storytelling, you know? Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. It's like memes are a way to tell a story. Mm-hmm. They are definitely a way to help people build understanding. I think like one reason why I like memes too is like the way that they build context for what's happening in our culture. Like the meme isn't just telling us one particular moment. It's telling us why this moment is what it is because the picture can help build context. The way how many times it's shared. Like was this event important? Like I can figure out why something is so impactful, why something is in a crisis state, or why something is in a, a positive state just based off of the picture and how quickly this thing has been shared or how many mm-hmm. times it's been shared. Mm-hmm. And sometimes certain memes, like like the Crying Jordan meme, it builds so much context comedically that I understand it on like a L, like when I take L's or like yeah. to, build con- to help you build context for what an L is. And L's like a loss. Like something went wrong, yeah, and while you're trying to like the same way W's a win and L's a loss. Yeah. yeah. So like when 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 things happen politically around the world, and there's a crying Jordan meme about <laughs> what happened politically, yeah. it's like damn, like, <laughs> something really wrong happened, and now I need to be paying attention. Yeah. Though memes as context builders to yeah. help you formulate the world around yeah. you. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. thing about being alive right it, now. Yeah, and it's now. also a bit of empathy, too, because you have to understand that, like, if I feel this way, maybe some other somebody people, else, somebody else is feeling this way, and how can I express that in a way that resonates with the most amount of people? And that's, you know, one of one of the great things about memes that I think is it, it really forces us in a creative way to do a lot of 
self-evaluation or evaluation on society. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I, I've been, I've talked to these guys about it before, but, like, uh, like the whole uh, me also me Kermit, Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Game. It's like the bicameral mind, right? It's like the two, mm-hmm. the theory of that we have, like, two kind of, quote-unquote, voices in our head that mm-hmm. kind of tell us to do different things. Um, one's kind of surface exterior, one's at the, yeah. one's in the subconscious. Um, but it, in a way, it's like, it's like, all right, this is a meme that says, what am I doing wrong in life? What, what is this that's, like, self-destructive? And it, I, maybe, perhaps, like, I, you know, I haven't looked at studies, but maybe it's caused people to, like, alter their behavior for the better. Like, well, who knows? Like, I, mean, I think that a lot of the times, memes are also ways to feel like, hey, I'm not alone in, like, being a shithead. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm not alone being lazy, procrastinating on work. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not alone doing this. Yeah, and I don't know if it exactly. actually prompts change from people, but it definitely acts as a substitute for some type of therapy, you know? Like, instead of, like, fe- feeling like, hey, man, like, I've really been slacking on my homework. I should probably go do some work. Like, you look at memes and you see someone that says, like, hey, when you turn in this, the, uh, it's like, do tomorrow, do tomorrow, you know? Like, hey, like, I just turned in my essay, like, the day of, my nigga, like, I'm not doing any work, like, this shit's awesome. You look at that and you feel better because you realize you're not the only person that's procrastinating. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it could also you could, you could also argue that memes are detracting people from doing what they should be doing. You're like, saying you're saying because they have that because, sort of like that that therapeutic relief. Oh, that you get they, you they get a release kind of, when you look they, at memes that you relate to that yeah. like about stuff that you don't talk to about. You with think other that people? they neglect that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, maybe because they feel like, oh, someone understands me, therefore I'm comfortable. I don't have to do anything about it because now mm-hmm. there's a place of, there's a place of common ground. Do you think that ground. in the same way that like when you think about doing something that you have to do, you, you actually like just think about it more and don't do it? You know what I mean? Do you, do you think that played into the whole like like social media like we're sharing information but we we equivocate that to like doing stuff? Of course, I mean yeah. that makes sense. It's a logical trajectory. I mean, and I, if I see something that I agree with on Facebook mm-hmm. and like I'll share about it, I'll post about it, I'll be like, yeah, well, this is wrong. We should not do this. And that's the extent of it. And I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I haven't lived on this earth for more than, you know, 21 years. But I feel like back in the day, if something was like, tr- like truly wrong and you were someone that like had a problem with something that was going on in society, you would go and talk to your friends about it, obviously. Yeah, but right. if you had friends that felt the same way, you would, like, band up and do something. You'd be like, all right, well, yeah, let's do something. Let's start a press. Let's do this. Let's do that. But, like, this crazy distribution method that we have, which is the Internet, allows us to see that, hey, of course everyone feels the same way, you know? Violations of human rights, bad. Yes, I agree with you. And then everyone agreeing with you on a certain subject. Because that's what the like has trained you to kind of see. If you see something with a lot of likes, it means yeah. that a lot of people... Can agree with it, subscribe to that idea, or have some form of empathy towards what is being shared. Mm -hmm. And so if, you know, surrounded by all this empathy makes you feel a part of something, makes you feel like you don't have to go out and be a part of something because you're already a part of something on your desktop computer at home. And I mean, we've seen that, you know, with like the whole election where everybody was... Everybody seemed extremely vocal about what they thought of the election and kind of like... Yeah, I mean, they were a little apathetic about the candidates because they weren't very exciting, but regardless, they were still vocal about their opinions and what they felt about it, yet the voting turnout was atrocious. Mm-hmm. It, was, yes. it, was be- it was absolutely atrocious. And, like, I, I don't think... I think that has a lot to do with, like, since everybody was talking about it, everybody just assumed that it was going to get taken care of for them. Mm-hmm. And That's a bystander effect. It's, like yeah, the, the internet's like one giant bystander effect because yeah. it's like, it's not just seeing someone across the street 
like like getting like attacked and stabbed and saying like oh somebody will call the cops for that. It's like everybody on the internet you can see it and it's like oh because this because this meme is going to get made because someone's going to do an edit on this video or like a critique on this since somebody because the internet does it so fast I can't do it I'm not going to do it exactly because like I always have and it happens to me too like I have ideas about stuff. Like, oh, you know, I should probably uh, post this on YouTube, or, oh, I should probably, you know, put this somewhere. But then I think about it, and I'm like, oh, someone's probably done it, or, you know, all this effort to do this thing. It's, man, it's, it's a, it's a very interesting spot with the, with the internet and the, and the, do I do something, do I not? Like, because you feel like you're part of this huge network where everyone is doing what you want to do, if you find, if you find it anyway, feel like... People are doing what you want to do. You feel like the problems are going to get solved. People talk about it, but the internet is very much a, a conversation bed, not an action bed. Right. Like, and unfortunately, the internet is a reflection of the actions we take. Well, in my opinion, the internet's a reflection of the actions we take as humans. Not all the time. And, and I'm saying, and it's not all the time, but it's... So, it, are you saying, like, social media? Like, so, yeah, at least social media, it, it, it can, it's very mm-hmm. much a... Uh, idea that yeah. hey we're gonna do what we see in yeah. our society I, it's a by, reflection and by of the way society. I think we should make the discrepancy that like when we say internet a lot of the times we are referring to social media and kind of just like these social trafficking sites because the internet is more than just social media it's it's a mm-hmm. huge bed of information and, yeah. and just like uh, the whole world of possibilities through there but when we kind of talk about it it's sort of more of like how we as humans relate to the internet and that comes in the form of social media. Yes, thank you. We gotta keep building. We, also, we, we'll go back and explain a bunch of stuff to you guys. It's yeah. just context. We yeah. have a way in our uh, lingo, and you'll pick up on it as <laughs> these more of these come out. You know, we have different things that we say that you're like, what the hell are they talking about? It's just we're trying to bring you guys into the discussion, because that's what we want out of this. We want you guys to think about these things and, 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 have an, and have a way to have a way to understand the world around you, or more talking points for the world around you, so you can build context for yourself. This episode of the Lemons Podcast is brought to you by Medgo. Medgo, we fucking do it for you. All right. <laughs> All right. Pat, what you got to say, man? You've been, you've been circuiting sorry. away. Yeah, no. I no, don't. Don't apologize. circuits, and now I have to do dynamics. Yeah, like, what's, what, circuits for two what's dynamic in your life, dude? What's going on? Damn, the rock got full swing. Boy needs a job. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah man. What's, what's going on with you, Brett? Well, if we're trying to if we're trying to lock down, <laughs> all right, hold on. If I'm gonna be in LA over the summer, I need a job because either I'm gonna pay for the rent or if I ask my parents to pay for the rent, they're gonna be like, all right, well, you can't just bum around in LA. You gotta be doing things. So if my parents pay for rent, then I gotta have a job, and if they're not gonna pay for rent, then I have to have a job so that I can pay for rent. Yeah. But anyways, I can't like. I still don't know where I could end up anywhere if I'm applying to these internships unless I get like a lockdown cash flow in LA, then I can be sure that I'm gonna be around here mm-hmm. and have another excellent, wonderful, beautiful summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think we should kind of talk about how um, we kind of talked about memes and like that, but I think we should talk about memes and how it plays into overall internet culture and like what is internet culture and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Well, Internet culture just stems from people having a place to convene that's not physical. You don't see people. So, like, and there's, like, different facets of internet culture. When we say internet culture, we usually mean, like, social media culture, as you guys were saying earlier. But, like, think about how many, like, different parts of the internet have different, like, little pieces of... I mean, like, think about Reddit, for example. Reddit, to me, is a place that 
has a vibrant culture full of different people. But as a whole, the platform itself leans left politically. Yes. You know? And that's and that's a space, that's a part of internet culture, that's a parcel. That's like a little town, if you may. <laughs> um, and no, it's true. No, I know. And I think when we discuss internet culture, it's very important to keep in mind the fact that the internet is a large place populated by a lot of different people with a lot of different opinions. But when we refer to culture, we mean that which we can all agree on is like, oh, that's so internet. You know, like it's think about like, oh, that's so 80s, that's so 90s, that's so 2003. Like, that's so internet. Mm-hmm. That to me is what internet culture is. Mm-hmm. Because when we look back at our culture, we look back at, oh, you know, like decades, you know, because it's very easy and popular mm-hmm. to create like an image of a time period from like, you know, 1990 to 2000. You say, you know, these things happened during these 10 years. That was a culture at that time. That was a zeitgeist. Bam. With the internet, it's a lot more difficult to do that. But there's still a subset of, like, things and characteristics that, when applied to, like, you know, thinking critically about stuff, you can definitely say that's so internet. Do you, do you think that the decade... Do you think that, like, movements and cultures happen in 10-year cycles? Like, what if, we, what if we didn't operate on, like, a base 10 counting system? What if we were, like, a... Well, see, here's, like a here's what I... We started using... Uh, decades, I guess. Here's what here's what I want to look at it's is gonna get how shortened, man. is how our so like more so not in cycles of ten but in cycles of cultures. So I would say 2016 is very much like the 60s or like or like the what the last two years have been have been very much like the 60s because it's been very very liberal, very free spirited, very like open in drugs, you know, open in kind of like protest, open in all this sort of stuff. And I wonder if that comes in a cycle of, like, generations and, like, how people are brought up. So if people are brought up with a conservative, you know, parenting, that they're more liberal. And if they have more liberal parenting, they're more conservative. Like, we were... Tebow and I were, were watching this uh, documentary, the CNN oh, documentary yeah, in the 80s. And, oh, it was and one of the, what was the show? It was, it was a show with Michael J. Fox. Hold on. Let me look it up. Um, oh, was it um, Hill Street Blues? No, no, no. No? Uh, By the way, Hill Street Blues... Watch that show, and also, if you're into skateboarding, watch Magenta's Hill Street Blues videos, because that's how I discovered what Hill Street Blues was. Family and Ties. Let me tell you. Oh, Family yeah, it Ties. Was, uh, it was called yes. Family Ties. Family and Ties. And that, that is a show where Michael J. Fox was a conservative Reaganite, and his parents were very much liberal hippie type people. Exactly. And, that's a transition, man. And it's like a weird transition, because in the 80s, were very much dictated by success and mm-hmm. money and finance and mm-hmm. capitalism and consumerism, and now... Like where are we? Like we've we've okay. So we take we that was an overcompensation of like let's say the '60s. I think now we're at the overcompensation of the '80s because how much do we like kind of hone in on '80s nostalgia these days, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like all right, we're taking the whole pop culture aspect of the '80s, but what about the whole you know lifestyle aspect of the '80s? And I think we're kind of like this is like a rash response to like life as the '80s. I mean, Donald Trump. Donald Trump was Donald a big Trump deal in the '80s. Yuppie, dude, like. He was a big deal in the '80s. Yeah. Like, the 80s were, like, one of his decades where he was, like, real big. Also, and have you guys seen that video of Donald Trump doing WrestleMania shit? Yeah. Like, like can we please talk about Hillary that? Hillary has one, too. I mean, she's not uh, WrestleMania, but she does an intro. She's like, hi, my name's Hillary Clinton. Really? Okay, I just for that. tonight, you can call me Hillrod. Oh, my God. That's so sick. <laughs> yeah, I saw this video of Donald Trump just, like, beating the shit out. I mean, it's obviously, like, not real, but, like, it's so funny how, like, 
You know, our, our presidential okay. candidates were memes in themselves. Like, He's in and of themselves, the fact that you're a public figure for that long in the age of the internet, like, shit's gonna come out. Uh, you know? Have yeah. you seen his uh, commercials for Donald Trump the board game? No. Oh, we should link these things to people, man. We should link 1989, Donald Trump board game. This is audience all fucked up. Christ, this game is our president. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Donald Trump, bro. Oh, that's when the speed is going to happen. Because it's not what you win or lose, it's whether you win. Yes! Great Trump, the game from the I think you'll like it. Damn. 1995 Donald Trump Pizza Hut commercial. We need a clear... This man is our president. We need a clear separation of meme and state. <laughs> yeah. Like, straight up. Yeah, man. Well, it's me... Separation of meme and state. It sounds like a joke, right? But it's not because you can say that like you can like equivocate like meme culture lifestyle and like what that brings to like the conflict of interest of like what a religion brings. This this feels this feels like people didn't realize what they were doing. You know, yeah. like when uh, Taylor Swift had that like poll thing where you could like vote in and to where she would yeah, go and she had to go to like a death school. Or like somewhere in like Alaska. No, that was like Pipple. Pipple Pipple went to performed at like a Walmart in Alaska. Yeah, and I feel, like, I feel so like it's those same people. Like it's that same thing <laughs> where people just wanted to see if they could do it. Yeah, and it like it happened. I think that something like this probably isn't going to happen again for a while. That being said, it was a case of like, oh, haha, let, let's see how far we can really take this. Yeah, like as Pat said, and it, I I don't like. Man, like keep keep your memes out of my politics, you know. <laughs> well, but like keep them in my politics, but like keep them out of their face. I don't want them seeing my memes. <laughs> o- Obama was like the best blend of cool and professional. You know, like he he got it. He understood the youth, the culture, yeah. and the times. But like he was very. I, I just I feel like he was very professional. About yeah, he's the old guy that got it, and no one understands culture. how or why, but he just had it. You know, occasionally like a video would pop up of Obama like in some skit. Yeah. This is like this is like a dad doing. Well, he understood comedy. that like we would make fun of people that didn't take themselves seriously, yeah. or that that took themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Listen, I may be president, but I don't take myself too seriously. But when it things need to get done, and Osama bin Laden needs to be dead, <laughs> <laughs> he will be dead." <laughs> yeah, you know, I I here's 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 the funny part. I think Obama came was president where he had to understand the culture. Like, if any other president had been alive when social media and the internet and smartphones and VR and Snapchat and all these crazy things kind of came together, but any other president, I don't know we would have been able to have this platform be as successful as it has been. Really, man? John McCain looked like he really knew how to handle that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Mitt Robbie could have been with it, too. He looked younger. And I'm not saying age defines whether you understand something or whether you're with it or not, but the, uh, the ability to not only have the professionalism and understand what your times are, but understanding who you are as a person. Yeah. Like, if you're the leader of the, like, is the way it looks in history right now, the United States is the Rome of this time period. Yeah. So if you're the leader of that, you understand that you are going to influence culture and therefore you're going to be talked about because you are the the big person who's controlling the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Or is in charge of the culture, so mm-hmm. to speak. 
So he, he he did a good job of not only knowing his place, but understanding that he's driving that. Yeah. And he and, and if you are driving that, you need to understand yeah. the way your people are using. I, I think things. to me, he represents like the part of the internet. You know, you know, like that inter- the part of the internet where like they just do like like oh my god, like somebody actually did that. That's really dope and really convenient and really mm-hmm. nice that somebody did that. Mm-hmm. That's like what Obama represents, like that that aspect of internet mm-hmm. culture, and Trump represents the troll culture. Just like cat just block. like just like, like troll like lol lol xd yeah. xd and it's like they can do the same kind of shit that Obama does but for malicious like nefarious ways yeah. and it's just it's really funny it's really this whole cool dichotomy like where, all right now the internet's definitely at like a crossroads it's like where is it gonna go what are, what are we gonna evolve into man we. We we are we are at interesting times because the time this is this is recorded this is day well if you count the day you got inaugurated yesterday was day one yeah but no I count, count today as day one today's day one today's day one, today's day today's one. Day one. okay yeah. so this is day one of officially having Donald James Trump be the president of the United what was States John? I thought it was Donald James John no it's, it might be it's, Don. it's Jick. Fucking <laughs> James. Jake. Jake. James. I thought I, I thought it was James. Hold on. Let me let me. Samaj. Hold on. We got our interns looking this up. <laughs> yeah, intern. Also, if you want to be an intern, you should definitely hit us up. Yeah, we don't be John like that. Show us. We could give you college credit. <laughs> we could give you college credit. You know. We could give you some college credit. It's fire memes. <laughs> okay, let me let me. Did it on? We got that. Oh man. Brought you by Medgo. Yeah, let me let me let me let me let me see this profile statement again. So we are. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me timestamp this. Also, also just. The the difference in photos, like look at the photos of Obama. And he, like he looks good. He looks, and then you search Donald Trump. It's like look at this clusterfuck <laughs> of a page. Oh, just like, different types of pages. Just Google images Donald Trump and the Google images Obama, and that's like all you need to know. Okay. We are officially at day one of Donald John Trump being the president of the United States. Great. It happens. I'm not saying it's great that it happened, but great, we're here. We've made it. We really need to start understanding everything about ourselves and our society because our culture, our history, everything is going to shift in a weird way. I cannot tell you whether it be right or wrong. I can't, I can't do anything. But what we can do as people, as a whole, is to really understand what's going on around us and learn about this internet tool because the internet tool is probably the easiest yeah. place to make and, and, action and like this whole what what's what's actually been happening today is the the million women march like all over the world is it's it's amazing it's humbling it's really a moment in history that they're going to talk about for a while straight up but it, there was a line today on one of the CNN broadcasts I heard where they were like there are so many people march there's so many people present that they literally aren't are in such gridlock that they can't move. Yeah, physically. Like, like, and that's like almost symbolic to like the mindset that's going on here. Mm-hmm. It's like we're we're so progressively thinking, we're so like like wanting for change and wanting to move forward that maybe we like we haven't like we're kind of holding ourselves back because we're not really like taking a step back and saying like, all right, how can we do this in a very like manageable rational way because people don't look at things externally anymore they, they like, don't they never. really don't and like when and god bless bernie sanders wanted him to be president okay maybe i shouldn't say political agendas but <laughs> i want to I, I I mean, out of the choices we had for president we wanted bernie sanders i, I wanted a good president I, I want a good president okay? like if trump's good like 
fantastico, okay? Like if he's good, fantastico. But let's say let's say let's let's say hypothetically for a second, I wanted Bernie, right? Bernie was just he was just I mean like he was saying all the right stuff, but he was not really giving a plan. And like he had yeah. all these great ideas, like like free junior college, like mm -hmm. uh, all this stuff like on renewable energy, all this stuff on blah 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 blah. blah. He didn't really have like a like a, a feasible like like a financial way of getting it like like a, a path to get there. He just said like we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen, and it's like that's great. That's real great that like you you like believe it so hard that it can happen. But really, like if you're if you're not gonna create this like intense emotional gridlock, you really need to take a step back and say like all right, we need to start looking at what's going on here and how we can do it. And that's. Really what the, I, I mean, I hope people are starting to do after this election because that's, that's exactly what got us in this situation in the first place. Um, I, I think there's a lot to learn and I hope people, I hope so. I hope they're, I hope they're willing to learn, you know? Like, I think this was an, like, I hope they're not an like, okay wake up call. People weren't like, oh goodness, but they were like, all right, maybe we should pay attention to what we do more. No, I think people are like, oh goodness, dude. You, I don't know if you were looking at the broadcast today, but like people, like people are. Worried. There were people right, marching in there's, Atlanta, there's, like St. Louis, like all these southern states the had, huh? Even around the world. world. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm saying around the world, but like there, those are there. There are some cities that are typically conservative and right wing, and probably favoring Trump, and we're mm -hmm. still having all these huge marches, like bigger than they estimated. If you look at the if you look at the maps, where all these all these like large-scale marches were happening. It was all over the country. There were no, like, empty states. And, and like, that's Maybe just... Maybe you are. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe... Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I come from a pretty conservative area in America. Like, in the exact city I come from, there is people everywhere. Like, Virginia Beach, Virginia. All right? The boardwalk. Like, we host the East Coast Surfing Classic, one of the biggest surfing championships in the world. We host the Sand Soccer Tournament, one of the biggest like soccer championships that are not related to just grass field soccer in the world. We do all kinds of stuff down there. We have a bunch of tourism. The pictures of what the boardwalk has been able to look like, just it's not even like a million women march, but just rallies are insane. And this area is a red Donald Trump loving place. People are really upset about what's happening yeah, are, in the world. People are upset, but that it's encouraging and scary at the same time because you know then you get you get the the peaceful protest turning violent, and then all of a sudden your message gets muddled with with all sort of different things where you're attacking people without listening to them or without you know hearing them out. There's a whole there's a whole ethical line that's that's like going to be very hard to tread in the coming months, weeks, days, but. Well, we'll see how it happens. I mean, I, I, we, we, the four of us really speak in a very like privileged position where we can kind of like observe from afar and try and, and try and, and our own yeah, way. and try and like you know understand and maybe help in our own way. But we don't, we don't have, we don't the, have all the answers. Swing. We don't have all the yeah. answers, and we don't, uh, you know, we're not in the position where we're like at the front lines at all times. Exactly. So, so like we don't have that entire perspective, but. I think we can all agree that we're willing to, you know, really try and take the time and understand and oh, no, sure. and listen and, and that's why we're talking about it yeah, right now. Right? I mean, that's why we're talking about it. It's it's, it's important stuff. Like it's a, a, as a cog sci major. Like did I, did I mention I'm a cog sci major? Like this is just like one of the greatest case studies I've seen. I mean, I've ever heard about. It's it's really crazy to see like what's going on here and like 
How how are we gonna change the society in the next three years, two years because of midterms? Yeah, two years. Um, yeah, midterm elections, bro. Yeah, dude, these midterm elections are about to be like block. Also, yeah, shout out to Phil Nobeb. If you don't, fall, if you like anything about like hip hop hip-hop culture <laughs> in general, with like you know just stuff stuff today, watch Phil Nobeb's YouTube channel. These great parodies of just all your favorite and like. You know, most hated rappers. Uh, there's an episode where 21 Savage gets to sit on uh, Santa's lap, and he famously says that he wants a gun that goes brajo, brajo, brajo. <laughs> so, there's a little bit of context for you. I, I, I... My hope with this podcast, and I just want to just say this now, yeah, so we can look at yeah. episode it's, one. It's episode one, y'all. It's episode one. Like, we're okay, gonna, first we're off, first be, off, we, we were trying we're to be rusty. <laughs> gonna be a little rusty we're gonna be like maybe a little awkward and not funny at times but like you know we're gonna come into our own we're gonna get better equipment okay <laughs> equipment yo yeah. yo shout out to the task cam day one if y'all ever want to uh, send me some money like it i'll take yeah it. We're, we're gonna start a, a patreon we're gonna start a gofundme uh lemons 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 Yo, also the short film editing is about to be fire like these skate clips i'm about to oh you guys, you guys, uh, I'm not even ready for this. So this is really tight. See, see, so here's what here's what we're trying to do here. We know that we have a lot of personality, and we, we hang out together. It's a lot of stuff going on, and we can't pull you into that immediately because you guys are going to yeah. feel like, whoa, like I signed up for way too much. Yeah. But please don't understand. We are really excited to... To be here Sometimes I talk, feel like hanging out with change. the four of us is like railing Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said you just I don't need to do it, you know? It's, yeah, you don't need to. It's the wonderful part of rail, Just rail It's us. like talking on the radio or just talking <laughs> on the TV, you know? You can say whatever the fuck you want on radio, but TV's a little, a little bit more. <laughs> uh, 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 FCC, uh, uh, baby. Which uh, is also going to show. Also, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I want to say this, but I hate how we have shit censored on the radio. Because, and this yeah, is, it bothers my, you. My, I drive you around and it bothers you. My perspective is just that, and this is just purely my perspective, but I grew up in the south of France for a while, and they didn't have any censorship on American music because the, the base assumption was like people don't care if you say fucking a song because it's a bad word in another language. You know, like I could sit here and say Ashloch all fucking day and like everyone in America would be like, all right, bless you. So <laughs> exactly. So I don't, I'm kind of pissed at this whole like censoring music on the radio, too, because like a lot of the time this is I, I get it. Lost, I get it, know? though. Oh, but, you know, I understand it. You know, because you know, remember that lady who <laughs> who read Vince Staples lyrics? Yeah. Oh, my God. North, North. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So fun. Oh, that brought me to tears. Like, th- I get why censorship needs to like, exist that, because, like, ladies like that are just going to have a field day with America if it doesn't. But also, come on, bro. I, it, radio's tricky because, like, anybody can access it, really. You just yeah. need a little receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, this kind of plays into my next question, which... At what... Do, okay, should the internet be regulated to the point where, like, all right, like... The usage on children, like should should children not be using? You know? I mean, there there should definitely be like a line in the sand, and I think that that's up to like every parent. Yeah. But also, because I I don't want to like tell people it, it is that, up to parents, but at the same time, I'm worried it, it 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 interferes with basic development and like kind of attention. Trust me, attention. I mean, it's, it's definitely the responsibility of the parent. Yeah. No, it, I, I absolutely to, to like. You know, 
I don't know. My kid's not gonna have a smartphone. Absolutely, but you're, you're missing the point. I'm saying that after, no one's high school after. No one's really talking about. It. No one's really saying that like there's a potential hazard here. There's a potential like like developmental issue that that could arise by by you know letting your kids be on YouTube at age three and looking at you know those YouTube videos for kids at age three, which is like okay, but you know uh, I've seen kids age two. Use the multitask feature on an iPhone, mm-hmm. which is a like just thinking about a two year old knowing about the two a multitask yeah. feature on an iPhone is crazy, and it's like all right that's cool like I'm, but I'm saying what I'm saying about that is that it, it can be uh, uh, absorbed and processed at a young age to the point where you know how to use it, and I'm right. worried that like certain childhood, not childhood but like child development assets. Are gonna be either nerfed, not not fully developed, uh, completely just skewed in a way that could alter behavioral stuff, um, depression, anxiety. Like who knows? Like what this is, what kind of like dependency we're giving these kids at an early age. And yes, you're right. That is on the parents at a certain point. But I think perhaps we need to be we need to we need to be responsible for educating that there's a potential issue here yeah and that like we somebody's got to tell the parents yeah someone's got to tell the parents they're like hey maybe this isn't like you know because honest to god dude like like is it me or like are kids getting shittier just like just no, like I kids are dicks kids are like we used to be at a point where empathy and things like that were taught and there was like the practice like we only lived in a human only world so the practice of showing empathy and the practice of being kind to other people it wasn't hard because the only only thing you could do was apply it in one area of one world well now we have the internet world and we have the real world where we live in and because we are you know kids especially are living in a time where those what is real what isn't is kind of blending all together they start to pick up on the traits that they're influenced by, and if they're living in the internet more than they're living in the real world, mm-hmm. they'll get influenced by traits that are unfortunately really asinine, really, right. really yeah. mean. Because <laughs> so, one thing I'm certainly I sure. I mean, kids that grow up with trolling, for example, you know, like oh trolling is being mean for no particular reason, or just the, you know the openness of the internet. That's something that I was never, you know, I never learned. There's people in my classes, for example, when I was in high school, that used to, you know. They had learned, and because I know this isn't inherent, they had learned this, like, specific d- type of meanness that really just, like, digs into you from the internet, you know? Because you could go on Reddit, you could go on, you know, fucking, what's it called? Those, um, those chat rooms, boards and shit, like, all those, that, that crazy old shit we used to have. Uh. And, and you, like, these kids are, are taught to be desensitized to foul language and... To essentially, you know, like violent thought, because that's what the internet is populated by, especially on these types of forums. And like, you know, it's it's really weird to see how your friend could go from just ah, I'm not trying to fucking spiel, man. I I don't really mean this to be a spiel. What I really want to say about this is like essentially, like you have people that are desensitized to violent, you know, essentially words and thought at a very young age, and makes them think of things as funny, and therefore, you know. Extreme abusive emotional pain to them can can just be, you know, humor. Yeah. Like, think about the whole troll meme with the dude with the fucking weird smile. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm, and that episode of Black Mirror, 
You know, you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. And it's like, you don't know why this guy, this guy's being like led on a goose hunt. I don't want to spoil this for anybody, but. That's so dumb. That's, <laughs> but, but watch that Black Mirror because that, that'll explain everything that I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, because the troll can be dangerous, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the troll can be dangerous, but like, I'm saying, like. And uh, if, you, if your kids growing are growing up as trolls and they have, you know, essentially like no filter on what's okay to say. Do you, do you think that, like. Uh, well, bef- before I before we bro, go keep off, keep going. I, I don't know if I want to go off on a troll tangent or like back to like the whole regulation tangent. But what I what I'll say about trolls is that p- perhaps there's something within us that needs to exhaust a a, a very like a primal know, urge, a primal to like, urge to fuck with people mm-hmm, or to hurt or to to hurt or something, like you know to do something like just like wrong but feels right, kind of like a McDonald's burger. Yeah. You know? But uh, anyways, what I what I do know. I think you're putting it better than I am because I'm kind of distracted here. So it, it, well, yeah. But what I, what I do know is that the internet has become, or not the internet, but like social media, mm-hmm. even the internet too. Well, we'll say like YouTube, like content, content on the internet uh, has become a new substitute for antidepression. Right. Oh, well, like, we talked about this. Yeah, I was saying how, like, you know, when you see memes and you see that people can relate to you and empathize with mm-hmm. your feelings, that's a sort of release. Right. So, but at that point, it's a drug, right? You're using yeah. it like a drug because, like, oh, I'm feeling depressed, going to go on the internet now. That means that all of a sudden you start de- developing a dependency to it, and then you're going to experience withdrawals. So yeah. when you're not plugged into this... this oh, 100%. Right, you're going to start getting people are more anxious. You're going to start getting irritable. You're going to start, like like closing people off around you because like mm-hmm. and it, it's like I almost think I I don't know if there's I, I can look this up like is there been trials of like weaning people off the internet or like or like just like taking someone who is like so I mean there are there are video game social. addictions and internet addictions well, people that vi- can't. video game addiction is different because I feel like video game is more active and this is very passive mm-hmm. well no um, it's not passive because think about it you know if you want likes on social media you gotta be active you gotta post in it you gotta interact true. with people you gotta comment you gotta make sure true, people know that, but like, that, that almost becomes independent of like you can kind of control what's going on in the game you can't really control what's going on in social media this stuff explained to us in our classes but like the idea of the diff- the idea of uh, differences between like advertising and what PR does and the idea of PR is that you can't really control What's happening? Mm-hmm. Like advertising, it's like it's planned out. You send it out, and it has a purpose. PR, you know, it does have a purpose to help out with the general relations. It's called public relations, but the way that people react to that, you, you cannot control. Like the internet and the way that it's set up, it's an advertising, <laughs> PR, and social like conversation vehicle. Right. So you can't, you, like, you can plan what you do on the internet. And it's a place of conversation, but you can't control like the PR that's going to come out of it. Right. As mm-hmm. No matter how much you plan it, you still cannot control because right. now well, advertising look is look PR. At, right look at the now. LA Chargers and their logo and and the backlash they got from that. They straight up were like, "All right, we were developing this logo for a year, but it, it got such bad reaction that we're scrapping it." And I mean, that's a pretty trash. Logo. It was a trash logo. And I'm saying like that's something that like they were not expecting. Yeah, they were not ready for that. Even though stupidly. Stupidly, yeah. I don't know what they were thinking, but like they were not ready for it. Um, also, such a bad also Charger, y'all y'all still ain't accept this LA's team, <laughs> bro. Like, are the Rams even LA team? Like, dude, you Los Angeles' yeah. football team is the University of Southern California football team. Never forget that the USC Trojans. And that football team is LA's team. Sponsored by Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So 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 Robert Goodell, all you NFL <laughs> owners who trying to make an NFL team for Los Angeles, you're too late. It, it, it already happened. But like LA, okay. Here's the thing about LA fans is that we're LA is a city of success and winners, and we don't care about things that don't win. And that's that's the that's the unfortunate truth of like our sporting teams. And it's like, oh, you can call LA shitty fans on that, but that's just kind of the, the atmosphere that goes around here. You can't really change that too much. Obviously, like, uh, uh, not obviously, but I am a diehard Lakers fan, and I've been following them through this this painful. Post CP3 nega alternate timeline, bro. It that we, sucks that we've Amen. had. I've I've been through it the whole way, and it's not fun. But I can tell you, it's gonna be real gratifying when we're good again eventually. Like, but the whole point is, is that it's not as popular anymore because we're not winning, and yeah. and LA is just a city of winners. Or, like, it, 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 it is like it's like I'm not it saying is, we're not saying that other cities can't be winners. It's just the no, mentality. It's like mentality. we only like things that won or are winning. If you want to know what like in, especially in business what's working, you come to Los Angeles and you see what people are doing because they'll tell you this is winning. Like we only want stuff that is good quality, top of the line. Mm-hmm. We want to be number one. That's the mentality. And that that could be number really one, good, one, and one. it could also be really bad. Uh, but I think it's a nice balance, and we got fucking great beaches. So come to LA. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So where, where was I going with this? Fucking memes. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we get this all the time, man. Motherfucker. All mm-hmm. right. Should this stuff be regulated? Probably. <laughs> Straight up, like probably there's, there's, yeah. there should be like at least like a Surgeon General's warning, like when you open a pack of iPhones and it's like, hey, don't give this to your kids or else they'll get fucking. You will, emo. Your, thumb, your thumbs will I, get fucked up. That, you know, you said that the teaching teaching empathy was just like part of the culture of like being a parent or with kids and you're part of the community. And I think that that will develop over time. It will. You know yeah. what? And we're, we're speaking as a very impatient and self-aware society where it's like, yeah. why hasn't this thing been regulated? It's because it hasn't been enough time in our society. So you're right, Patrick. It's gonna... Everything will fix itself, but where are people the now, goddammit? And I want things now. Yeah. <laughs> so regulate it. It's <laughs> get things now, yeah. What do you mean it's impossible to get things now? Fucking Amazon Prime some some chips and get it in the house in an hour. Right, that's not what I meant. What I mean is um, it's impossible to get everything you want right now. You know, you, it's, it's impossible to get anything you want. I'm just new to that. I like that. Man, the fuck are these mark made ass fucking dry erase markers? The fuck ain't this expo shit? Hey man, this is the Marshall Standard right here. Actually, these are like the standard. Like It's like just what it's the USC contract is. Yeah, that's why. Oh, that's real fucking USC of them. It's really green. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna go pee, because my coffee is... Should we stop the recording? Oh, yeah, we're still recording? Yeah, we're still yeah. recording. Yeah. All right, this, this... No, it's not the end. We can just pause it and start over when we want. And, and I, I think that this is gonna be the end, guys, so... <laughs> All right, well, this is... Uh, 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 we'll, we'll talk later.